Hello, Chapin Gators, and welcome back to the fifth episode of Chompcast and another installment of Senior Night. We wrap up talking to the class of 2020 track and field team members with Alexandra and Izzo. Both do a great job and talk about the records that they have set, not only personally, but for the school over their many years of track and field. Enjoy. Okay, we are here with Alexandra and Izzo, both uh, longtime track and field members, team members, that is. Uh, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm all right. How are you? Thanks for having us. Wow. Oh, first person you. that asked me how I was doing. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well, you know, holding up all right. So thank you for asking, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, as you guys know, we've talked a lot with the seniors or the class of 2020. Uh, spring season athletes and you know, we've been having them share their uh, spring uh, career highlights so really focusing on track and field so Izzo how long have you been running track my first track season was seventh grade okay so you've been doing it for a while now Alexandra what about you um I've been doing it since eighth grade Okay, so both of you with well over 10 years of experience here. Uh, do you have any career uh, personal highlights and or team accomplishments that you're really proud of uh, over your track and field career? Probably my f sort of fondest personal accomplishment from track was last year's Mayor Mayor's Cup um, when I won the steeplechase. Uh, and, and Mayor's Cup is a really big meet at the very beginning of the season on a Saturday. Um, and they have teams all the private schools, public schools, and Catholic schools from New York City. Um, and that was a really fun day. We also, like, it was just a fun day for the team overall. Caroline had a really great day in the high jump. Lon ran a great 800, and it was fun to be at Icon on a Saturday. Uh, that sounds like a good fun day. Was the weather good at least, too? It was a little cold. Um, Ooh, but be too perfect. I don't, when it's a little bit colder, I think I run a little bit faster, um, maybe to get out of the cold. <laughs> um, so it worked out for me. Nice. Uh, it sounds like a great Mayor's Cup then. Alexandra, what about you? I think a personal highlight would probably be when I was in 10th grade at the AIS Championships. I won the 400 hurdles and also set, um, it was my PR and I set um, the school record. So Sunday. school record as well. Mm -hmm. uh, did, I, you, did you know that you were close to the school record or did you have to find, did you find that, did you know that right after you ran the race or did you find out a couple days later? Um, so after I ran the race, Miss Kaywood told me that I beat the school record, but then she also told me that the previous record was like my, a previous race that I ran like in the 400 hurdles. So I beat my own record. Wow. So you hold the <laughs> first and second fastest time in the 400 meters. How about that? Uh, we are getting record boards in the new gym, so your name's going to be up there now. So congratulations on that as well. Uh, I bet that was definitely going through your mind uh, when you uh, PR'd and set the record uh, last year or yeah. a couple of years ago now. Mm -hmm. so you run the 400 meters. What else do you run, Alexandra? Um, I run the 400 meter hurdles, the 100 meter hurdles, the four by one. Um, I've been in an occasional four by four. And I've done long jump. So you've done a lot of uh, a lot of the running events. Then any any field events in your time? The only thing. Oh, so I've done long jump a couple times. And then when I was in ninth grade, they decided to put me in high jump for 
AIS championships, but I had never done it before. So I got to practice the day before at ICON, just trying to make it over the bar. And then they put me in the next day. Unfortunately, um, I didn't make it over the bar any of the times, but it was a good experience. <laughs> I feel like good's not exactly what you want to say there. Uh, <laughs> Isa, what about you? Um, I know you, you talked about the steeplechase. What have uh, been your main event? So I've actually done every single running event except the 100. So 200 to 3,000. But my favorites have definitely definitely been the steeplechase um, and the 1,500 and the 3K. I'm more kind of distance to mid-distance. And I like have always done the 1,500 since middle school track, but steeplechase I didn't start doing until actually Coach Allen talked me into, into trying it for the first time in ninth grade. And nice. that was like instant love. Um, a lot of uh, the question, or one of the questions I'm going to ask you in a little bit, we talked uh, with all the other uh, senior track team members about uh, one of the events that they would love to do if they could just show up one day and do it perfectly. Uh, steeplechase has definitely been high on the list. So you have had that experience. <laughs> Uh, can you walk people through a little bit of what running the steeplechase is like uh, for those that might not be as familiar with it? Absolutely. I kind of explain it like as if you are uh, being a horse and it's a horse race um, because the hurdles don't look like your average running hurdles. They're big barriers. Um, and actually the top of the barrier is made out of like concrete and they don't fall over. So if you knock into one, not so good. You it hurts, but, um, there are five hurdles in a lap. So a lot fewer than one that like a 400 meter hurdles like Alexander would do. And out of every five hurdles, one has a pit of water on the other side. So for a regular sort of land hurdle, you'll try to jump over it. But with the water hurdle, you jump onto the hurdle and then into the pit of water and then run out of the pit of water as fast as you can. Uh, have um, you seen anybody, uh, jump over the hurdle with the water on the other side uh, and not do the technique that you're talking about. Uh, just try and go. I have. Jump over it it, it doesn't go, go well. <laughs> the water pit is pretty deep at its deepest point. I think it comes up to my chest. Um, and with the, this time that I saw that happen, the sort of added momentum of being in motion and like having launched yourself over off the ground and over a hurdle, the girl like, fell into the pit and got dunked her head and had to be hauled out. <laughs> oh my god! But it's fun. It's, I've never seen anyone get too hurt doing it. It's like jumping into a pool. It's fun, especially yeah. on a hot, hot day at Icon. Wow. That, and I imagine a cold day is not as much fun. They do run that at the last, it's usually the last event, correct? The steeplechase is usually the first event. It's the first event. So then yeah. once you've been in the water, you're just like soaking wet for the rest of the day. Right. That was definitely something that I had to learn <laughs> to deal with because I often run more than one event. Um, and so as I got older, I would clear the water more and more. And so only my shoes and legs would be wet. Um, but when I first started steeplechasing, I, I definitely would get soaked up to my waist, my chest, and just be in my wet uniform for the rest of the meet. Oh my gosh, I didn't know we were going to have to have the trainers deal with hypothermia uh, while you guys are out there. Alexandra, have you run the steeplechase yourself at all? No, I have not. I haven't. I don't think I've done anything above 400 meters. Uh, okay. Would there be any interest? Would you have tried it this year uh, just to say that you did it once or just not at all? No, thank you. Um, I think it's definitely like one of the most intimidating races. So I don't know if I would have wanted to do it, but I 
think that maybe just at one meet I could have tried it just to see how it goes. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so I led a little bit earlier so you guys are maybe had some time to think about this. If there was one track event that you do not do now, that if you could just show up the next day with no practice, natural ability was the easiest thing in the world, what would that be? I know that Chapin doesn't do this anymore, um, but I think that I would want to do the pole vault. That was mine too. <laughs> All right, why the, uh, I'll ask you both then, why the pole vault? Um, it just seems really, really fun, I guess, to sort of like fly in the air. But I know that it also takes a lot of skill and strength, so it would be really cool to be really good at it. The pole vaulters just look so bad when they show up with their poles walking into their of icon and like launching themselves up into the air. And I definitely, since I run distance events, I go around and around the track a lot of times in the course of a practice or a meet. And I have always just been fascinated watching them because um, they look like they're going to fall out. They're going to come flying at me and land in the middle of the track. Instead, when they launch themselves up to, to clear the bar, um, they fall down onto these big squishy mats. And that also always looked fun. Yeah, that, that definitely looks fun. I will admit uh, when I was working at a school in Florida many years ago that had a uh, pole vaulting mats uh, and after we were done lining fields for football games and soccer games, I would definitely mess around and just jump on those for a little while uh, because for some reason I never grow up. If you have a chance, it's definitely <laughs> worth it. Talk about a little bit, uh, you guys have both been running track for a really long time, which is awesome. And I know we've had a lot of different coaches uh, over your time here, but uh, are there you know, moments that you guys think about that you can really say, wow, I really appreciate the impact that these coaches have had on me. Any specific examples of things that have helped you over to become better athletes or just anything else I might be missing in that? I have had the experience of having a lot of different coaches over the course of my years on track, particularly the distance squad has had a lot of different coaches, which has been cool, hard, but also cool for me to get to experience a lot of different coaching styles. Um, and definitely kind of two coaches stand out in my memory. Um, Coach Allen was the one who got me into steeplechase. Um, and he was, Alexandra definitely remembers him from, we were, he was at Chapin when we were in eighth, ninth, 10th, and 10th grade. And I was having a really tough time kind of getting my steeplechase time down um, as low as I wanted it to be because I was in 10th grade, I was really happy with how I was placing, but I couldn't get my time um, under eight minutes. And I was really trying to shoot for the, the school record, which was 745 um, at the time and had been set by a girl who I graduated a couple years before we did. And he sat with me on the bus and took me through my splits for my steeplechase and had me memorize specific times and numbers that I had to hit um, that I would know if I was looking at the clock um, coming around each lap, I would know if I was on track for the school record. Um, and he taught me to kind of like take responsibility for my own running style by looking exactly at how I run each lap. And that was the thing that helped me break the school record. And I am grateful to him for that. That's awesome. I talked a little bit about it, you know, just being a younger athlete at the time with that. Uh, would you were you kind of against sitting down and not realizing the point of it? Or did you just buy into it right away? Definitely by that point in my running, I had a lot of trust in Coach Allen. And I knew like if he thought it was important that rather than like hanging out with my friends at the back of the bus, I sit with him and like memorize this stuff and talk really seriously about my event. I knew that, that it would pay off and it would be worthwhile. But I think 
like a relationship with a coach, you have to kind of earn that trust and that relationship takes time to build because when the first, the first time Alan did something similar to me was on a bus ride up to the Columbia track and the first time I'd ever done the steeplechase because I had never practiced the water jump ever before in my life. And he announced that like, Izzo, you're registered for the steeplechase um, and come up to talk to me at the front of the bus. And I was like, no way, what are you talking about? What am I going to do? Because I had never, the, the water is scary to look at. And I was really intimidated. So I had to definitely take a, a leap of faith there and figuratively and literally. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but that, that was early in our, my ninth grade season. So then by my sophomore season, um, I had learned that maybe, maybe what Coach Allen has to say is worthwhile <laughs> and will help me out and be fun in the long run. And it certainly was. Thank you for sharing. Alexandra, what about you and an impactful coaching moment or just things over your or experiences over your time in track and field? I have two things that come to mind right away. One is um, with Coach Allen, I remember after I ran um, a 400 hurdles, one meet, um, I was talking to him and I was like, I feel like the how I feel during this race isn't what anyone else feels like. It's so painful and I don't know why. And then he asked me like, did anyone ever tell you how to run a 400? And I was like, no, I just sort of like just went and because I've just been told that it's a really long sprint. He was like, yes, it's a sprint, but you can break it down into pieces. And he basically just walked me through the race um, and told me like what like different techniques to use and sort of did it in increments. And ever since then, it's been a lot easier for me to run the 400 hurdles. It's still obviously painful by the end, but he made it feel a lot more normal and like made me feel like I could do it without being exhausted by the end, which I was really grateful for. And I think that was probably in um, ninth grade. And then another moment that I remember is with coach Danny, who was only a coach for one season when I was also in ninth grade. And I had done hurdles a little bit in eighth grade, but I hadn't really been serious about it. And then coach Danny was the coach that made me think more seriously about it. And um, something with the 100 hurdles that's really important is like three-stepping. So in between the hurdles, you can take, it has to be, or usually it's an odd number of steps unless you switch legs. So most people take either five or three steps, but three steps is like usually the faster people and it's kind of hard to win without taking three steps. So I was like, I'm never going to be able to do three steps. That's impossible. And then I just remember one practice, I was like determined to get it. And Coach Danny was determined for me to get three steps. And then once I took three steps between two hurdles, like it wasn't even a full thing. But I just remember like trusting him and it paying off. Um, and I was able to do something I never thought I would. Do you take that kind of mentality now too into other things that you do when you feel I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this and then rely back on that. Or, you know, was that something that you've kind of had even through your entire life? Um, yeah, I think I have in terms of sports, um, like a lot of performance anxiety and sort of like I'm nervous to trust my coach if they're trying to challenge me. And I've never really had a bad experience when trusting a coach. So I think that's something that I'll take with me. Like when, if somebody is telling me to do something and they have faith in me that I can do it, I should also believe in myself. Okay, 
Okay, we're back with Alexandra, uh, who is a major hurdle runner and not only holder of one 400-meter hurdle record, but two 400-meter hurdle records, uh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, did you always think that you were going to be uh, – did you always feel that you were going to be a natural at hurdles? Or, you know, was that something you really got into more – uh, at the beginning when you started running track and field? So as soon as I joined the track team, I knew that I was going to do hurdles because um, in middle school and when I was younger, I was a competitive show jumper, like horseback riding. And so I kind of stopped when I got to high school because it was too much of a time commitment and stuff. So my new sport became track. And when I was younger, I'd always play around with my friends and sort of like pretend I was the horse and jumped over the jumps, which is very similar to hurdles, which is why I thought that I would be like a natural at hurdles, which turns out I wasn't as good as I thought I would be <laughs> when I started because there's, it's very different. There's like a whole rhythm and strategy to it. Whereas pretending to be a horse is <laughs> a little different, but something I think that with horseback riding, um, like when you're actually on the horse, rhythm and stride is very important and just counting. Um, and I think that that's something that definitely helped me with hurdles a lot. That makes sense. Also, I can imagine all of a sudden from trying to be a horse to then being a human is a, is a little bit of a change. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little for bit. For you. All right, so you're a hurdle extraordinaire. Uh, you've done track and field for a long time. Uh, what other Chapin sports have you played? And please include all middle school sports that you tried for one year as well. And I think it was fifth grade. There was no one on the lacrosse team. Like, no one decided to join it. So Ms. Murtaugh came into our homeroom and said that if we joined the lacrosse team, we'd be able to design our own sweatshirts. So I was like, hmm, that sounds, that sounds pretty cool. And I went to the Sold. first... Yeah, I went to the because originally I'd signed up for track. So I went to the first track practice and I was like, this is too hard. I can't do this. I'm joining lacrosse. Um, so I played lacrosse fifth grade, sixth grade and seventh grade. I was not good at it at all, but all of my friends did it and I had a lot of fun. Um, and then in middle school, I also played volleyball. I was also not very good at it. Just did it for fun with my friends. Uh, anything else in high school? Nope. Track has been the only thing. Okay, nice. Uh, is there any reason why just track? Uh, were you doing other stuff or just really just wanted to focus in on one sport? I think part of it was that I knew that I could excel at track if I put a lot of work into it. And I wasn't so sure about um, that with other sports because with track, it's like mostly endurance and I guess with hurdles there's some skill to it but for other like ball sports it's more technique and skills and I don't have a history of um, being good at ball sports so I thought I'm just gonna stick to track and work as hard as I can to make this like my sport. Do you have any athletic endeavors that you are looking to pursue while in college or even after? Well one of my favorite things to do that I don't get to do very often is surfing so I don't know. I think you could do it in the East River. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to try that. But yeah, so I only really get to surf in the summer in Long Island um, or if my family decides to take a vacation to somewhere where there's surf. And my dad is a huge surfer, so he's been wanting me to um, do it since I was little. And I used to be kind of scared of the ocean and scared of big waves. But in the past few years, I've kind of gotten over my fear and just realized that surfing is super fun 
and kind of freeing. So that's definitely something that I'm going to try and keep doing like when I can. That's really cool. Uh, and definitely a different answer. So that's really nice to hear something new and different. So that's great. Um, all right. You ready for the rapid fire questions? Yes. Okay. For those that might be new to the podcast for the first time, we ask every senior rapid fire questions. They will do their best to answer it as quickly as possible in one word. All right, Alexandra, you ready to do this? Yes. Here we go. Green or gold? Green. Empire State Building or Chrysler Building? Empire State Building. Favorite shape and lunch? Taco day. Taco. Uh, on a Tuesday, of course. Lake or beach? Beach. I was going to say with the surfing, tacos or burritos? Tacos. All right. A lot, a lot of taco talk. Uh, lower school, middle school, upper school? Upper school. The Gordon Room or the lower level dining room? Gordon Room. Ocean Breeze, the Armory, or Icon Stadium? Icon. Brooklyn or Manhattan? Manhattan. Michael Jordan, LeBron James? Michael Jordan. East End Avenue or York Avenue? York. And finally, is a cheesecake a pie? No. All right. Well, I like that you answered that question with a question. So, well, thank you, Alexandra. Best of luck. I hope you find those waves and ride them out for many years to come. Thank you for joining us. We are now here with Izzo, who is a steeplechase extraordinaire, and she shared a lot about uh, what she's done um, in the steeplechase and how that event works. But track and field is not your only sport and not the only sport where you do long distance. Uh, What other uh, sports have you uh, competed in in your Chapin career? I have done three seasons of running for all of upper school, so cross-country, indoor track and outdoor track. And before you say they're all the same sport, they are not to me. Um, I would never I, say such a thing. Is oh, I get it all the time. <laughs> but I run different events in the different seasons and the different distances and different sort of feelings of being with different teammates makes them, them each unique. Did you run for cross country, indoor track, track and field in every season that you've been at Chapin then? Well, in middle for high school, school, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, for high school, yes, I ran. I started cross country with. I started with seven eight cross country, um, and seven eight track, and then moved on to varsity cross country, or upper school cross country, indoor and outdoor. So I'm going to be. It's safe to assume that you have a passion and a love for running. Absolutely. Not one that you see with many kids your age, which is absolutely amazing. Where did that come from? I ran a road race with my dad when I was in the fall of seventh grade. It was a one mile race for kids um, at Van Cortland Park in the Bronx, which I didn't even know was going to become like my second home during cross country <laughs> later in life. But I had no experience with running before that race. And I finished second. It was a New York Roadrunners kids race. And I was like, hey, this might be something that is kind of fun. And I had had a lot of friends tell me, friends of mine who were on the 7-8 track team or the 5-6 track team tell me, hey, this is really fun. You should give it a try. And yeah, so that seventh grade spring I did and I never looked back. That's awesome. And so before that run, were you just not really into running? Did it ever really click with you or? You know, I played soccer um, and I was really into robotics in middle school. That was my full-time um, competitive life was <laughs> robotics competitions. And running is not something 
that I think it's not one of those typical sports that you grow up doing um, the way soccer or even like tennis for some kids, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do this with friends and casually when I'm, when I'm younger, um, running doesn't have that same culture when in lower and middle school. So it just never really occurred to me. And I think it, especially distance doesn't occur to a lot of kids. It's, it's great to see that and, and how you've really gotten into it and embraced it so much for so many years at Chapin. Um, you, you know, you made a very emphatic point that all three sports are very different, uh, which I absolutely agree with. And as I say to everybody that's done indoor and outdoor and ask them what's kind of the difference between those two sports, which there is a difference for sure. Uh, take us through that. Definitely in distance events, um, the number of laps that you go around the track just really has an effect on your mindset because running a 3K in indoor is 16, uh, 15 laps, um, but running a 3K in outdoor is seven and a half. And even though it is the same distance that uh, the way you head into each lap and think about pace and your race strategy is really different, or it certainly is for me. There's also obviously my favorite event is the steeplechase and I can't do that in indoor, but I've had some really great indoor races that I think like couldn't have happened in outdoor because of the difference in the competition. So the Armory is this crazy track with lots of teams. Um, and really, I find that I've had great performances there because the level of competition is so high. Also, with cross country being a big sport that you've done, I, I heard somebody told me that you guys had a pretty good season this fall. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit what happened this fall with the this cross country fall team? was just blew my mind. I had never, I've always loved cross country, but this was the greatest season. We, first time in history, Chapin won the AIS championship. And congratulations. So exciting. We also got to go to the Brown Invitational, which is something that I have always wanted to do. We drove out to Brown and ran on a Saturday, um, spent the night in the hotel, and it was just a great time for the whole team. And I was, I set a school record in the 5K that day. So it was just all around an amazing, amazing season, amazing experience. That's really cool. Um, I'm, you know, it was, it was great to watch that season and I know how much fun you guys had. And, you know, I know you're bummed about this track here, uh, not happening for sure as we all are. Uh, but I'm really happy that you guys were able to share such a great moment uh, this fall with uh, not only your team, but with your coaches as well. Okay. So as I talked with Alexandra, obviously that she's pretty big into running and so are you, which is kind of like one of those natural athletic sports that we keep doing for the rest of our lives, but are there any specific athletic endeavors that you are uh, searching out when you go to college or even after college? I'm definitely planning to join um, a club running team when I get to college. And I'm interested in kind of bringing up my, my distance because as I've gotten older, I've found that I enjoy the longer events more and more. Um, definitely when I was younger, I was pretty focused on like the 1000 during the indoor season and the 1500 during outdoor. And as I've gotten older, I came to um, have a great cross country season with the 5k. And uh, this past indoor season, I loved my 3k um, races. So I'm thinking that looking forward to like the summer and in college, I want to do maybe 10k a half marathon and kind of work my way up to longer distances because I really like road racing that'd be awesome I, I hope you do it and stay with it because it would be it'd be great to see it. and they're a lot of fun to run uh, all right are you ready for the rapid fire questions absolutely all right here we go three two one Van Cortland Park or Central Park Central New York City Marathon or Boston Marathon? New York City Marathon. Green or gold? Green. 
Empire State Building or Chrysler Building? Empire State. Lake or beach? Beach. Favorite shape and lunch? Teriyaki salmon. Ooh, that is a good one. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Gordon room or lower level dining room? Gordon room. Lower school, middle school, upper school? Upper. Ocean breeze, the armory, or Icon Stadium? <gasps> That's so hard. <laughs> um, Icon. All right. But the uh, armory, my, I, like, that's hard. All right, well, <laughs> I'll let the armory know, that, you know so there's no hard feelings. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Michael Jordan. East End Avenue or York Avenue? East End. And we'll wrap it up. Is a cheesecake a pie? No. No, there it is. All right. So Alexandra and Izzo both believe that that is a no on cheesecake being a pie. Well, thank you, Izzo for sharing uh, as all the seniors have. Uh, good luck with everything. And again, congratulations on a wonderful running career at Chapin. Uh, I hope uh, you come back and inspire more kids to keep running uh, and they can find that the sport is actually a ton of fun, uh, just as much fun as those other sports like soccer and tennis and everything else. Thank you so much, Mr. Hayes.